They slapped her on the wrist. That's all. Should have done a lot more. Maybe next time. Ohio voters are idiots. Sorry if you're in Ohio, but a majority of you are really freaking stupid. Disgusting, actually. We'll talk about that. And your EV is costing you more than you think. All proud with your little electric vehicle? You might not be after you hear this report. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. That's me, this is us, and we are ready to rock and roll. We got a lot going on tonight, a lot to talk about, a really cool video uh, to end up our stories before we get into our book that will melt your heart. <sighs> All right, it's coming, it's coming. All right, our show brought to you in part by one of our great sponsors here, and that's Blackout Coffee. Oh, man, folks, if you're tired of the same old liberal crap coffee brands, go for Blackout Coffee. They are the company. We love Blackout Coffee around this place. I personally recommend it. I drink four, five, six cups of coffee a day. It's all Blackout Coffee. It would never and will never be anything else because this is the most amazing coffee you'll ever try. Coffee company that is not only makes an amazing product, but they are 100% committed to conservative values. It's all important, but you got to make a good product. This is a good product. <clears throat> From sourcing the beans with local co-ops and American farmers to the roasting process, customer support, shipping, Blackout Coffee has got an amazing work ethic. They are dedicated to you and the United States of America. Zero tolerance and zero compromise on taste or quality. Do me a favor. Go to the site, use the link in our show notes, and just pick up a single bag. It's not expensive. You'd be doing yourself a favor and... Once you try this, you'll be back. You just check out Blackout Coffee in the link and uh, use coupon code J20, J20 at checkout. 20% off your first order. 20% is a good deal. They are dedicated to you and this country, and that is enough reason to help support Blackout Coffee. Says it right there on the screen. Be awake, not woke. Ditch the other guys, Blackout Coffee. They are true to our values, hard work, family, honesty, integrity. The link in the show notes and promo code J20 at checkout will get you that 20% discount off your first order. Wow. All right. Our chat's open. You want a live chat? You want to make a comment? There's a comment section. You want to join us? Just hit the follow button. You have to have a membership, but it's absolutely free. It's easy. You just sign up. They don't spam your inbox, and we don't spam your inbox on this show. So once you've got an account, follow, 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 follow. As a matter of fact, I wanted to say thank you to Scodbro, Onion8877, Kathan Rex, Carol Hillam, Lori Rocks15, all of our new followers that have just come on board for the show. Thank you. It means the world to me. It really does. Thank you so much for that. All right. 
Uh, yeah, a lot to talk about. Ohio, I mean, can we just get this RNC chairperson the hell out? I mean, she should have been gone a long time ago. Daniels, I believe, McDaniels. Uh, seriously. Wasting our time. Unbelievable. Anyway, yeah, it did not go so well for us yesterday. In fact, where was it? Kentucky, I think? It was an absolute Republican sweep, and they voted in a Democrat governor. Exactly how does that work? Hmm? Yeah, things that make you go, hmm? Indeed. Well, one piece of kind of good news, it's just probably not enough. Before we do that, Ground Zero Hal 9000, who's one of our regular P1 folks. Thank you, Hal. <clears throat> Appreciate it. Make the fallout shelter great again. <laughs> we might need to, pal. You're not wrong. Make the fallout shelter great again. <laughs> All right, Hal. Uh, keep at it. House Republicans officially censured Democrat Congresswoman and all-around moron uh, Rashida Tlaib uh, for promoting false narratives regarding the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel and for calling for the destruction of the state of Israel. Here's the results. On this vote, the yeas are 234 and the nays are 188, with four answering present. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. There you go. Censured. What does it all mean? Absolute, it's a slap on the wrist. It is truly just a slap on the wrist. Her voters won't care. Most people won't care. I mean, it's not a good thing to be censured, but it's not career ending. Now, you wanna expel this, expel this radical terrorist. Now you're talking, but that's not gonna happen. Sadly, that ain't going to happen. But she's been censured, and uh, it's a first step. It's a first step. Matter of fact, why don't you just grab the whole squad? Just dump all of them. AOC, Ilhan Omar, the whole gang. All right. Yesterday's voting, of course, was not without its dramas. This is from the Gateway Pundit. Great article. It's in our show notes. It's happening. Voting machines shut down in several Pennsylvania districts due to votes getting flipped. Here we go again. Election day got off to a rough start in several districts in Northampton County, Pennsylvania. Lehigh Valley News reported several voting machines in multiple districts across Northampton County were down because what they said is, quote, votes getting flipped and not recorded properly. 
Voting machines went down in Palmer Township, Bethany Wesleyan Church in Lehigh, College Hill Presbyterian Church in Easton, and at the Allen Township Fire Hall. They only flip votes in the retention race between Judge Jack Panella and Judge Victor Stable for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Press release, the election officials in Northampton County said, quote, it appears when a voter selects a yes or a no for one of the candidates for retention to the PA Superior Court. The selection is recorded on the paper ballots and on the machine it's recorded for the other candidate. The issue limited to the retention of Supreme Court judges and is only an issue when recording the votes when a voter selected yes for one candidate and no for the other. Who cares what the reason is? It's doing it. And we do not have a legitimate election. And this is just one case where they got caught, where they found out the machines were screwed up. Here's the actual press release from the elections office. Voters filling out paper ballots, seemingly because some machines weren't being used, to a flaw with the recording of votes for one race. Said the issue affected only the votes for that superior court case or race. Some of the votes were getting flipped and not recorded properly according to the county. Oh, but, but election integrity, we have the most secure elections. Yeah? Bullshit. Nobody's buying that crap anymore, so give it up. Ian Miles Chong, whom, if I'm not mistaken, is from Malaysia. I've seen that somewhere. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's at Still Gray over on X. He's extremely controversial, but I love him to pieces. I follow him, and uh, his posts are... His posts poke, if you know what I mean. Get this. San Francisco, the crap hole that it is. I did a show and one of the uh, one of the main lead stories was San Francisco let it burn. And I wasn't kidding. Just let it burn. It's gone. You can't leave your heart in San Francisco anymore. It'll get shot or beat up or robbed, mugged. Now there are crime statistics that show by race who is responsible for crimes and who gets arrested. And those people who get arrested have mugshots taken. I used to do this for a living. You get arrested, you go to the jail, you get booked in, you have your fingerprints taken, you have a mugshot taken, you know, one this way, one that way. You've seen them, you the famous Donald Trump mugshot. It's I put that in the chat earlier in my American flag post tonight before the show started. Anyway, guess what? 
You know, when I say it's San Francisco Police Department, your guess could be almost anything, no matter how insane, and it would likely be true. Well, <laughs> the San Francisco Police Department does not want you to notice patterns. So, they're going to stop showing the mug shots of criminals. Listen. You see uh, black and brown men all the time who are, you see these mug shots either on television, news, movies, you name it, the media source. And the mind begins to associate that group with that type of activity. And there's a lot of science out there on this, on this topic. You see yeah. Okay. So you're no longer going to get to see mugshots of people who get arrested. They don't want you to know that a large percentage of them are black and brown. And they think hiding their faces is going to change the statistics. It ain't. Nice job, San Francisco. Maybe, just maybe. How about you work on spending your time stopping the crime, locking up the criminals, getting them into prison from jail. There's a thought, oh, oh no, no, we can't do that. We'll just let them go, it's fine. Morons, morons. Speaking of morons, Bill Gates, criminal, Back in the news, and it ain't good news, BMJ report warns, warns, that the Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they're getting into AI for global health. Just saying those words together opens up a whole Pandora's box. And this report warns it will do far more harm than good. Criminal. The Gates Foundation AI initiative getting scrutinized, criticized from a variety of points of view. And now a trio of academics has offered their take on this controversial push of using AI to supposedly advance global health. What seems to have prompted this particular reaction, authored by researchers from not a small group, the University of Vermont, Oxford University, and the University of Cape Town. What inspired this controversy is an announcement in early August. The Gates Foundation let the world know it was in for a new scheme, $5 million worth set to bankroll 48 projects whose tasks was to implement AI, large language models, LLM, in low-income and middle-income countries. Because Gates and his killer vaccines have done so well in some of these low-income countries. 
to improve the livelihood and well-being of communities globally. Bullshit, nobody's buying it. Shut up, sit down, and get out of our lives. Every time, and it's been many times now, this foundation choose to present itself as a benefactor of the lower middle-income countries, undeveloped ones with very little recourse to protect themselves from a lot of things, including Bill Gates' apparent savior complex. It leaves observers critical of the organization and its founders' experiments. Feelings are one thing. Scientific facts, hopefully, often another. And the paper, the, this paper from these three universities, the gist of which is available in an article, asks the question, is the Gates Foundation trying to leapfrog global health inequities? And, as they would say in the American South, it's a frog's anatomy part watertight. There's a lot more information in this article. Gates wants to get himself back involved in things he should not be involved with, and you can bet there's a money angle behind it. This is absolutely 1,000% has nothing, nothing to do with humanitarian work. Read that article. Link's in our show notes. Check it out. They're attacking from the outside. They're attacking from the inside. This is the link to this story I'm going to do next is in our show notes. There is a 23-minute video. No, of course I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'll play a little piece of it. But here's the headline. Chinese company connected to the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, buys control of U.S. schools. You think our schools currently with these liberal commie teachers and administrators and school boards are not mucked up enough? Hundreds, not a few, hundreds of U.S. schools are now under the control of a Chinese company. Its chairman allegedly is a member of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Let that sink in. I'm going to play the beginning of this report. It, rightfully so, should scare the hell out of you. Hundreds of U.S. schools now under the control of one Chinese company, its chairman allegedly a member of the Chinese Communist Party. This is a battle for your values and your children's lives. Rounds of new action making their way through Congress. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are pushing through one legislation after another with a goal in mind, countering the CCP's influence. That's a 23-minute report. It is brilliant. I watched it. I encourage you to watch it and read the article. Hundreds of U.S. schools now under the control of the Chinese Communist Party. 
by extension. You waking up yet? You starting to see what's going on? They will get us from the inside. You know, because it just hit me, I got to tell you a little personal story behind the scenes here. I made chicken soup tonight. I had these four drumsticks that I bought raw, and we had this packet of Chinese herbal soup mix, which has the most, I should have taken a picture. It's the weirdest stuff, all kinds of herbs and roots and weird stuff in there. So I mixed it all together, started boiling about three hours ago, put in the, the chicken drumsticks, now that's gotten all the meats fallen off the bones. I left the bones in there to keep the flavor. But the smell, oh my, the smell, I can smell it up here. I always leave the studio door open just a crack. And that smell is coming in here. And it smells so good. I'll, I'll take a picture of the pot and I'll, I'll show you on tomorrow's show. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm getting, I just ate dinner. I know, for you it's breakfast, but the smell is amazing. I can't wait to try this soup. Okay, back to the bad news. I mean, our show. Ohio, what in God's name are you doing? This is disgusting. They have voted to enshrine in their constitution, abortion up to birth. To birth, friends. <laughs> Meaning, after nine months, baby is fully formed, ready to come out, and you can kill it. Let that sink in. This is disgusting. Voters in Ohio, I have a hard time even reading this. They have approved a constitutional amendment that will enshrine abortion rights into the state's constitution. State Republicans argued the measure went too far, even further than Roe versus Wade. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine told Fox News in October, it's pretty clear that this constitutional amendment just goes farther, much further than what the average Ohioan approves. I sure the hell hope so. DeWine added, if a voter's comfortable with abortion up until the time of birth, they're probably going to be okay with this amendment. If they're comfortable with parents not being involved in the most important decision their daughter will ever make, or certainly has made up till that point in her life, if they're okay with that, then they should vote for this. He also told Fox News on Sunday, if you look at issue one, it is a radical proposal. And whether you are pro-choice 
or pro-life, it just goes much, much too far. This, I mean, you want to talk about it being a clump of cells until such a time and all that other arguments, bullshit, whatever. This is a child who is ours, it could be, from being born and starting that part of his or her life. And you are making it okay to kill it. It's not abortion. That's murder. This, this story, I'm telling you, it's hard to read, but I encourage you to read it. You know exactly what these liberal freaks are up to. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Speaking of disgusting, fake book added again. I'm telling you, Josh Hawley, the senator, we need about a hundred more Josh Hawleys. I'm not kidding. This guy takes no gruff, no crap from anybody. Facebook gleefully censoring speech on COVID elections, school board meetings at the behest of the ridiculous, corrupted Biden administration. But apparently they're okay with child sexual abuse. You think I'm kidding? Not kidding. Hang on just one second. Let me cue it back up again and play this one for you. God bless Josh Hawley. This case filed by my home state, Missouri versus Biden. Landmark First Amendment case in which two federal courts, federal district court and a federal court of appeals, have found that Facebook, among others, actively coordinated with the present administration to censor First Amendment protected speech. Not this garbage that is not protected by anything in our constitution, but First Amendment protected speech. Here's what gets me. What the courts found, this is in the record, this is factual findings, is that Facebook devoted all kinds of resources and people, actual human people, to doing things like monitoring posts on COVID-19 vaccine efficacy. There's one example of a parent in my home state of Missouri who wanted to post something about a school board meeting. Facebook used human moderators to go and take down that post. That was important. That has to come down. We can't have them posting about school board meetings for heaven's sake. But the things that your daughter experienced, the, this, this ring of pedophiles, rings plural, that Facebook just can't find the time for. They just don't have the resources for it. That we just have to leave to, you know, let the market have its effect. Let AI do its job. We just don't have the resources for it. They had plenty of resources to, to censor First Amendment speech. No resources to protect our children. Absolutely unconscionable. Times 10. Thank you, Senator Hawley. I wasn't kidding. Couldn't talk about COVID, couldn't talk about Biden's laptop, couldn't talk about school board meetings. Got plenty of time for child sexual abuse and pedos. This is the world 
we live in, it shouldn't be, but it is. Including the fact that the enemy is already here. We talked about it all the time. We told you time and time again. I just found this article from Real Clear Investigations, which just came out November 8th, which was all of today. Hamas ally, C-A-I-R, CARE, <laughs> what a misnomer, has been operating with impunity inside America for 30 years. This is Nihad Awad of CARE, K-A-I-R. Pro-Palestinian reps Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, in a magazine opposed to Israeli aggression and oppression. The FBI has been investigating CARE, apparently for decades. After Hamas massacred over 1,400 men, women, and children, Last month, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, warned that terror groups and their allies could inspire attacks on Americans here on our own home soil. He told the Senate, the FBI is conducting multiple ongoing investigations into people affiliated with U.S.-designated terrorist groups. What he didn't say was that the FBI has been investigating Hamas's biggest ally here in the U.S. for the past 30 years. Without filing any charges, they've done squat after 30 years of an investigation. It was launched in 1994 as a secret front organization to support Hamas. That's according to declassified FBI wiretaps. The Council on American-Islamic Relations has in the decades since become an accepted member of Washington's lobbying community. Yeah. The New York Times, other influential newspapers, well, routinely describes care as a Muslim civil rights and advocacy organization, did not repudiate its support for Hamas. CARE, in fact, was enlisted by the Biden administration in May to take part in a White House initiative to fight anti-Semitism. Read this. I know I say that all the time, but really, read this. I, beyond me. Way beyond me. I. <sighs> Every time I find something to fight back against the scam of climate change, I'm going to tell you about it. 
Again, Real Clear Investigations, a great website. The link to this article is in our show notes. But once you have read that article, go out to the main page because Real Clear Investigations, the main site, whoa, I'm telling you. Read some of the headlines. Check out the articles there. It is a fantastic website. This one caught my eye. Here's a mega jolt for you EV owners. The costs and logistics of plugging in your electric car are about to become supercharged. The moronic U.S. Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, gave Americans an unintended glimpse of the future during her road trip this past summer. She was touting the wonders of electric vehicles. And far from spotting, spotlighting the promise of EVs, her public relations misadventure in Georgia involved one of her staff in a gasoline-powered vehicle blocking off one of the coveted EV chargers in advance of her arrival, which led to frayed tempers and one local EV owner calling the cops. Here this energy secretary moron who's traveling the country in an EV, the charging stations are impossible to get to, the waiting time is insane, so they send this gas-powered car ahead of this moron energy secretary to block off one of the charging stations so she can just pull up on camera, I'm sure, and plug her car in. Exactly the kind of challenges you would face with your electric car, but you're not the energy secretary for the United States. You're not Jennifer Granholm, so you don't have somebody who can stand there and chip off, save a space for your boss. Unbelievable. Hyped as technological marvels, EVs are booby-trapped with a host of inconveniences. By now, a lot of people have heard about the range anxiety, exploiting lithium-ion batteries, the environmental destruction caused by the search and the mining for these minerals that go into these batteries, the children, the child labor that takes place in these mines. And another wave of challenges in the offing. Federal government, state officials, pumping billions of your money to build out massive national infrastructure of charging stations to power the EVs. It's coming out of your pocket, whether you like it or not. Again, more details in the article. It's from <coughs> Real Investigations, Real Clear Investigations, and it's amazing. It is absolutely frightening. All right, got one more, then we're gonna move on to our book, and this is great. This service woman was away serving our country. I can't tell what branch of the military she was in, but 
she came home, and at first, her dog didn't recognize her. But watch what happens when the dog recognizes her. Okay. Come here, Murphy. Murphy. This is going to break your heart. She's so afraid she runs away. Watch her recognize him. Two years. Watch this. <laughs> Little tail wagon going on. She gets a smell. Now watch this. Now she knows. <laughs> look at that. All right. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. I'm cutting onions. This is insane. Look at that. <laughs> My dog goes that kind of crazy when I get home after I've just been away for an hour shopping. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Two years away. And you saw how in the beginning the dog wasn't sure who this was. Then once she got close and got a smell, the gates were down. Wow. That is amazing. Insane. I love bringing you those kind of stories to when we wrap up our news section, go on to our book parts. And yeah. <laughs> we uh, read books on the show, I know, but we do. Weird as that sounds, I'm trying to get you to read and more importantly, get your kids to read. Get a book in your kids' hands, please. Read to them. Hell, if you want to, queue up this show in the replays on Rumble. You can advance forward to this part where, like right now, where we start the book. And we do a little bit of a chapter from the beginning to the end all the way through. And then we move on to our next book. I'm really probably going to do Treasure Island next. What a classic. We've done The Wizard of Oz, The Little Prince, Alice in Wonderland, Winnie the Pooh, uh, great books all hundreds of well not hundreds but tens of books on this show and the last what four years i think three or four years we've been doing it right now we're doing william golding's 1954 classic lord of the flies we're on chapter 10 i believe is it oh no it's chapter 11 but just starting that tonight it's called castle rock in the short chill of dawn the four boys gathered round the black smudge where the fire had been, while Ralph knelt and blew. Gray, feathery ashes scurried hither and thither at his breath, but no spark shone among them. The twins watched anxiously. Piggy sat expressionless behind the luminous wall of his myopia. Ralph continued to blow till his ears were singing with the effort. But then... The first breeze of dawn took the job off his hands and blinded him with ashes. He squatted back, swore, and rubbed water out of his eyes. No use. Eric looked down at him through a mask of dried blood. Piggy peered in the general direction of Ralph. Of course, it's no use, Ralph. And now we got no fire. Ralph brought his face within a couple of feet of Piggy's. Can you see me a bit? 
Ralph allowed the swollen flap of his cheek to close his eye again. They've got our fire. Rage shrilled his voice. They stole it! That's them, said Piggy. They blinded me, see? That's Jack Meridu. You call an assembly, Ralph. We gotta decide what to do. An assembly? Only for us? It's all we got, Sam. Let me hold on to you. They went toward the platform. Blow the conch, said Piggy. Blow it as loud as you can. The forests re-echoed. The birds lifted, crying out of the treetops. As on that first morning, ages ago, both ways the beach was deserted. Some little ones came from the shelter. Ralph sat down on the polished trunk, and the three others stood before him. He nodded, and Sam Narek sat down on the right. Ralph pushed the conch into Piggy's hands. He held the shining thing carefully and blinked at Ralph. Go on, then. I just take the conch to say this. I can't see no more, and I got to get my glasses back. Awful things have been done on this island. I voted for you, Chief. He's the only one who ever got anything done. So now you speak, Ralph, and tell us what, or else... Piggy broke off, sniveling. Ralph took back the conch as he sat down. Just an ordinary fire. You'd think we could do that, wouldn't you? Just a, a smoke signal so we can be rescued. Are we savages or what? Only now there's no signal going up. Ships may be passing. You remember how we went hunting and the fire went out and a ship passed by? And they all think he's best as chief. Then there was... There was... That's his fault, too. If it hadn't been for him, it never would have happened. Now Piggy can't see, and they came stealing. Ralph's voice ran up. At night, in darkness, stole our fire. They stole it. We'd have gotten them fire if they'd asked. But they stole it, and the signal's out, and we can't ever be rescued. Don't you see what I mean? We've given them fire for themselves, only they stole it. I... He paused lamely as the curtain flickered in his brain. Piggy held out his hands for the conch. What are you going to do, Ralph? This is just talk without deciding. I want my glasses. I'm trying to think. Supposing we go uh, looking like we used to, washed and hairbrushed. After all, we aren't savages, really, and being rescued isn't a game. He opened the flap of his cheek and looked at the twins. We could smarten up a bit, then go. We ought to take spears, said Sam, even Piggy, because we may need them. You haven't got the conch, Piggy held up the shell. <coughs> we can take spears if you want, but I shan't. What's the good? I'll have to lead like a dog anyhow. Yeah, laugh. Go on, laugh. 
There's them on this island that would laugh at anything. And what happened? What's grown-ups going to think? Young Simon was murdered. It was that other kid who had a mark on his face. Who's seen him since we come here? Piggy, Piggy, stop a minute. I got the conk. I'm going to that Jack Marydew and tell him I am. You'll get hurt. What can he do more than he already has? I'll tell him what's what. You let me carry the conk, Ralph. I'll show him the one thing he hasn't got. Piggy paused for a moment, peered around the dim figures. Shape of the old assembly trodden in the grass. Listen to him. I'm going to him with this conk in my hands. I'm going to hold it out. Look, I'm going to say, you're stronger than I am. You haven't got asthma. You can see, I'm going to say, and with both eyes. But I don't ask for my glasses back, not as a favor. I don't ask you to be a sport. I'll say not because you're strong, but because what's right is right. Give me my glasses. I'm going to say, you got to. Piggy ended, flushed, trembling. He pushed the conch quickly into Ralph's hands as though in a hurry to get rid of it, wiped the tears from his eyes. The green light was gentle about them and the conch lay at Ralph's feet, fragile and white. A single drop of water that had escaped Piggy's fingers now flashed on the delicate curve like a star. At last, Ralph sat straight up and drew back his hair. All right, I mean, you can try if you like. We'll go with you. He'll be painted, said Sam timidly. You know how he'll be. He won't think much of us. If, if he gets waxy, we've had it. Ralph scowled at Sam. Dimly, he remembered something Simon had sent to him once by the rocks. Don't be silly, he said. And then he added quickly, let's go. He held out the conch to Piggy, who flushed, this time with pride. You must carry it. When we're ready, I'll carry it. Piggy sought in his mind for words to convey his passionate willingness to carry the conch against all odds. I don't mind. I'll be glad, Ralph. Only I'll have to be led. Ralph put the conch back on the shining log. We'd better eat and then get ready. They made their way to the devastated fruit trees. Piggy was helped to his food, found some by touch. And while they ate, Ralph thought of the afternoon. We'll be like we were. We'll wash. Sam gulped down a mouthful and protested. But we bathe every day. Ralph looked at the filthy objects before him and sighed. We ought to comb out our hair. It's too long, though. I got both socks left in the shelter, said Eric, so that we could pull them over our heads like caps, sort of. We could find some stuff, said Piggy, and, and tie your hair back. Like a girl? No, no, of course not. Then we must go as we are, said Ralph. 
and they won't be any better. Eric made a detaining gesture. But they'll be painted. You know how it is. The others nodded. They understood only too well the liberation into savagery that the concealing paint brought. Well, we won't be painted, said Ralph, because we aren't savages. Samneric looked at each other. All the same, Ralph shouted. No paint. He tried to remember. Smoke, he said. We want smoke. He turned on the twins fiercely. I said smoke. We've got to have smoke. There was silence, except for the multitudinous murmur of the bees. And at last Piggy spoke kindly. Of course we have, because the smoke's a signal. We can't be rescued if we don't have smoke. I knew that, shouted Ralph. He pulled his arm away from Piggy. Are you suggesting? I'm just saying what you always say, said Piggy hastily. I thought for a moment I hadn't, said Ralph loudly. I knew it all the time. I hadn't forgotten. Piggy nodded. You're chief, Ralph. You remember everything. I hadn't forgotten. Of course. The twins were examining Ralph curiously, as though they were seeing him for the first time. They set off along the beach in formation. Ralph went first, limping a little, his spear carried over one shoulder. He saw things partially through the tremble of the heat haze over the flashing sands and his own long hair and injuries. Behind him came the twins, worried now for a while, but full of unquenchable vitality. They said little, but trailed the butts of their wooden spears, for Piggy had found that by looking down and shielding his tired sight from the sun, he could just see those moving along the sand. He walked between the trailing butts, therefore the conch held carefully between his two hands. And that's where we'll end it for tonight on this chapter 11 as they head over to confront the savages. <laughs> Lord of the Flies by William Golding. Wow, what a book. Hey, thank you so much. Please just take a second, hit that follow button over there. It really helps the show. And thank you to those folks who've done that recently. Truly appreciate it. It helps to grow an audience. And, and uh, we appreciate that. Thanks for popping in. I will see you again tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your day. Snort. <laughs>